Thanks for listening to this podcast of Bet MGM Tonight. Our show is live every weeknight from 7 to 11 p.m. Eastern on Odyssey radio stations around the country, odyssey.com, as well as the Odyssey app. I'm excited for the SEC this year. You know, Alabama's going to be great as they usually are, but they did lose a lot. They lose Devontae Smith. They lost Jalen Waddell. They lost Mac Jones, their starting quarterback. SEC is going to look crazy this year. JT Daniels, probably a Heisman hopeful. They got four new head coaches in the conference, but still like the more things change, the more things stay the same or whatever they say. Uh, And that's going to be Alabama is going to fill all those spots and they're going to be just fine. I think at least they do lose. Also, Steve uh, Sark's gone. No more Sark after dark. He's going to Texas to become the new head coach there. So guess who they bring in to call plays at Alabama? Your best friend, Bill O'Brien. And hey. he'll probably da- be damn good at it because, like, if Nick Saban trusts you to call plays, it always works out for these guys. Usually these guys have some legal troubles or they have <laughs> made a bad name for themselves, kind of like my guy Lane Kiffin. But, no, Bill O'Brien was just terrible at his job, not only as head coach of the Texans, but also as the general manager. He's the same guy that created DeAndre Hopkins for a broken-down version of David Johnson. You, you know, mean, three years too late. So salt and vinegar bag of chips already half-eaten. Yes. What he did. Yes. I mean, we talk about all, all these things at Atlanta. At Atlanta. Whew. One sport I won't be watching. What team I won't be watching is Atlanta this year. Um, we always talk about how much Alabama has lost. But, I mean, didn't they lose a lot coming into last year? Mm-hmm. I mean, it's, it's the same story all over again. It's freaking Bama, man. I don't care exactly. what, what players leave. I don't care. They, they don't even have to, like, quote, unquote, pay players anymore because it's Bama. They're going to come there for free. They don't, have, they don't even have the top recruiting classes anymore because – there's no need. That's why LSU and all these other teams get caught up in paying players because, hey, you got to come here. You're going to choose Bama. They're going to choose Bama. And if you take the money, then they get exposed for going to the other schools. Alabama just writes the name for itself. They lose players every single year, but I don't think it's going to hamper them this year. I will say, when we look at the quarterback position, though, it will be interesting. He lost Mac Jones. I like Bryce Young, man. They're, they're calling him the second coming of Russell Wilson. Well, they've called a lot of guys the second coming of stuff that I don't expect it to, be, to happen. I, I hate player comps. I hate player. You know what, though? And we're known for that, doing player comps. You know, I don't How like often do they come? Like, we always look at one player and say a similarity is right there. And we automatically go to the best player to ever be fast and a little undersized. You know what I hate about? He's short. Drew Brees. Like, what? What? No, no. Maybe he's Taylor Heineke. I, I, like, you know what I'm saying? Exactly. Well, he he's all you know. Drew Brees was only six foot at Purdue. Well, yeah, we know he's never grown. Um, but you know what I hate about player comps? Like kind of the potato pie thing. To be honest with you, man, is, whoa, whoa, is whoa. like you if, did not have to service no, back to my sweet. No, potato no, because pie. if if it's a white guy that could ball a little bit, then you got to find. Well, I compare him to Larry Bird. What I used to do, That's like, is a joke with player comps. Like if it was like Russell Wilson, I'd be like, oh, he reminds me exactly of Philip Rivers. But what you like always though, and, and every white dude is always sneaky athletic. Just yeah. can't just be athletic. You know, he's actually sneaky athletic. No, he's athletic. He's literally an well, athlete that well, plays sports. On the opposite side, any black quarterback is always like, oh, he's very athletic, but we don't know if he can understand the playbook. Right. So, or, so. And, and I hate that. And, and that it, it sucks. And, and like, I, he's just fast. But remember, even Lamar Jackson, ha- they, they, they wouldn't have to play to receiver. receiver. Right. He was throwing dot. Well, well, I will say though. Hold on, he wasn't really throwing dots when he was at Louisville. He couldn't throw an outright to save his life. Okay, but he didn't he, have to. He didn't have to. But still, having like, why do guys always have to switch to another position? Like, just let him play the position that they love. And I'm glad his mama, aka his agent, yeah. made him stay at quarterback because now he's a fine, fine gentleman behind center and is actually looking for a huge payday here soon. I absolutely love him, but it's like ex- exactly why can't 
you know what I mean? Like, and I'll use like an example, like RG3, when RG3 and Andrew Luck were coming out, I mean, RG3 was an RPO type quarterback, yeah. but still like he could make all the throws. I just, I, I hate, I hate that comp. Like everybody's got to be like the next Michael Vick. It's yeah. like, why can't this guy be John Elway? That's though? true. It's That's just true. dumb. Uh, anyway, call. back to Alabama. Yes, back they've to Alabama. Fa- they've been favored in 152 of their last 153 games. They've As been the should. favorite. That's crazy. Uh, the well, new quarterback, Bryce Young, he showed up last year. They're already comparing him to Russell Wilson. I think they should foot, pump the brakes on that. 194, superstar recruit. I mean, I can understand. But I think it's. I think at the end of the day, are we asking too much of him to produce so immediately for Alabama. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's kind of like a microwave. It's a microwave fan base, honestly. It's a micro, the SEC is a microwave conference. Like, you got to come in there. You got to ball quickly or else you're going to be out of here. But I don't I don't know. I mean, he has a receiver talent here. We, we talk about the receivers that he's lost. They have a lot of great, great weapons. Also, they have, what's, what's the kid, Mechie? The, the, back, yeah. the backup, he's really nice, he, too. He'll be the next Devontae Smith. <laughs> Seriously. 55 catches, 916 yards, six yeah. scores. Average more yards per catch. He had 16.7 um, compared to 15.9 that you got with Devontae Smith. So I, I, I think that the weapons are there. I mean, are, are we honestly thinking that they're going to not be a great team again? Like, what, what are they going to lose? They're, they might lose one game. Right. Maybe one, and it might come against A&M or something. Exactly. And you look at— Because okay, so A&M is nice. You look at BetMGM right now in Alabama to win the college football playoff to be the 2022 college football national champion. They're plus 250. You look at— Clemson plus 350, Ohio State's plus 500, but it's staying in the SEC. Yeah. Bama plus 250, Georgia 8 to 1 plus 800. So I thought like Georgia was ready to take over the throne when Kirby was going to the kids' houses and he was stealing a lot of Saban's recruits <laughs> yeah. because what Nick Saban does is he shows up and he, sometimes he doesn't even show up. Like the guys that he really wants, he'll go recruit at their house. But what Kirby was doing was like, I know a way I could get Saban. He doesn't have time to do all this. You know what I mean? He's too busy drinking the devil's blood or whatever it is to make him stay looking so young and so damn good at his job. So he was like taking time and going to everybody's house, meeting everybody. And I was like, "Uh uh-oh, look out for Georgia. And then Georgia would just continue to wet the bed every time in a big spot. You know, mainly if it was Jake Fromm's fault or whoever you want to blame. But now Georgia's got the quarterback that's actually a Heisman candidate in JT Daniels. What do you think about him? Because he suffered that ACL tear back in 2019. Um, I mean, but this is his job. The the offense is pretty... I mean, they're good, but compared to, like, SEC offense, they're not great. I mean, last year, 424 yards uh, per game and 32 points per game. But, like, that's, that's like, a freaking terrible year in SEC uh, standards. But what do you think about him? The offensive line is stacked, too. Four starters are expected back. Um, you got guys like a Jamari Saylor. He'll be there on the left side. Mm-hmm. It's a whole lot of talent across that entire front for for Georgia. What do you think about them? Because if anything, of course, they're the number one threat to dethrone Alabama this year. Yeah, right. And if JT, if JT Daniels, like, I want to see what he's going to look like this year because I actually liked him when he was at USC. He was a five-star recruit. Yeah. Didn't really work out there. Goes over to Georgia and was averaging 10.3 yards uh, per attempt. Four starts. And in the four starts, he threw 10 touchdown passes in his passer rating, which, like, who cares? I know. But it was 178.5. They had the comeback uh, win in the bowl game against Cincinnati. I loved Cincinnati last year, man. Like all the teams that I loved last year, like Cincinnati, who yeah, was unbeaten Cincinnati at the time. Guy. He took Cincinnati today in the MLS. Yeah, I liked. Um, <laughs> you forgot I, about that, didn't you? Yeah, I, I like weird teams in college football. I don't necessarily need to see them in the college football playoff, but like Coastal Carolina last year was was a great surprise, and they were a lot of fun to watch. That game against uh, BYU is my favorite college football game of the year. They beat the living hell out of Zach Wilson in that game. Um, but I'm pretty high on Georgia and JT Daniels. The, so only like, thing, the only thing that concerns me about Georgia is their defense. Like, their defense is stout, yeah. but 
They you know, they, they, they give up a bunch of points, and they didn't show up when they had to, which was against um, Alabama last year. And also when they, came, when they played against Florida, Alabama went off for 564 yards, 41 points. Florida ended up coming right back. They scored 44 points on them, 571 as well. But also, though, Georgia destroyed everybody else. So it's like, yeah. Georgia's great, but yeah. when you need them the most, can they step against up and Bama. perform against Bama? That's the, that's, only, that's the only game that actually matters. I mean, that's what it comes down Can to. Can you beat Bama? Right. Yes or no? Right. Outright winner of the SEC odds, including the playoffs, by the way. Alabama, minus 155 favorite to win the conference. Georgia, plus 275. So not like a whole lot of value. But man, if you're almost getting three to one odds and you believe in JT Daniels as Heisman campaign, plus 275 is decent. Then like it's it's either A&M, 11 to one, or it's LSU, 12 to one. And I'm out on LSU. Like Coach O had a good thing going, but he also had Joe Burrow who put together the best collegiate season I've ever seen from a quarterback. Big question is, do you trust Jimbo? Like, do you trust Jimbo? Eight and one in SEC play in 2020. Um, you know, they had that big upset win at the time, upset win over number four, Florida, snapped an 18-game losing streak versus top five opponents going all the way back to 2002. So they yeah. finally won a big one. But can they build off that? And can they build off that come-from-behind 41-27 win over uh, UNC in the Orange Bowl? That's the question. I kind of like AM to be the scarier team, actually. But we can talk about AM another time.